difficult and swear loads because I'll get really. Cunt, 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 cunt. And that is going in the ad. <laughs> um, hello. Right, mine's on. Okay. Are you comfortable? Here, yes. Yeah. With you, no. Okay, lush. <laughs> That's a good start. Okay, so, welcome to Safe House. Thanks. Um, in the Safe House studio. I love a studio with a kitchen and a Bachelor of Law. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We have to, you know, you don't know I don't have a second house. Uh, well, yeah. Safe House HQ. In Safe House HQ, we have the gorgeous, the amazing, the talented. It's Big D. Hi. First oh. of all, we'll start with pronouns. What she, her, mean? all the time, every day. Well, I said being really dominant, but no, just she, her will do. Okay. Yeah. Fab. I started doing this thing where I've let my guests introduce themselves because it's the best way to introduce yourself. Yeah. So, do you want to give everyone a bit of a rundown on who you are? Um... Not really. What you do. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> End of episode. Uh, yeah, that's it. Done. Um, yeah, so I am Big D, or D, whichever one you want to call me. I am a drag queen from, Man- well, I'm not from Manchester, but I've only ever worked really in Manchester. Mm-hmm. I am a trans woman, the most beautiful trans woman in Manchester, I must say. And I'm Manchester's sexiest MILF, single mum of three, former Miss World. I was going to bring up the bio, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it needs to be said. Yeah, definitely Manchester's sexiest MILF. Uh-huh. That's fine. We'll get into it all later anyway. Yeah. So, obviously, you're here because you're a creative. That's what the podcast is about. Yeah. You're a drag queen. Yes. That's absolutely amazing. So many drag queens now. It's so hard to, like, stand out. But I think you're one of the, like... Old ones. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say, but no, you're the ones. You're what was it? You and Angel called me veterans. No, when did I call you that? She's listened to Angel's episode before she's called me. Now I'm feeling uh, nervous. You are a veteran of a ve- drag. I, yeah, I, I guess I am. I'm That's ne- not nasty. I'm nearly, oh, I'm nearly ten years into it now. So yeah, exactly. definitely a veteran. I was going to ask you how long. That is a long time. Well, you're not. You're not like if I looked at you and you said you'd done drag for ten years, I'd be like, well, she doesn't look like she's that. Oh, that's old. the placenta that I use as a face mask every night. Did you start before pre eighteen? Um, yes. So I've well, I started dressing as a girl uh-huh. when I was fifteen uh-huh. for my mum's fiftieth birthday. Okay. I wore. I, I remember it so vividly. Mm-hmm. I wore this black spaghetti strap dress. A massive fan of spaghetti straps. Ginger hates me for it because she says I haven't got the shoulders for it. But yeah, I wore this black spaghetti strap dress that my sister wore for her 16th birthday. Marked. These red open toe heels from New Look, which at the time, every girl I knew had. They had mm-hmm. these big bow on the front of them. Yeah. I wore acrylic tips. Like stick-ons? Like, no, no, like the tips that they put on your nails when you're getting acrylics. Oh my God. Not cut down, bright red. Maybe you need to bring those back. I wore an earring as a ring. <laughs> Because it was like a circle and had a hole in it and it fit perfectly <laughs> on my finger. She was doing drag, bitch. Absolutely, that is drag. And at the time, my auntie was going through chemotherapy and she never wore her wig that she got given. And she was like, oh, you can borrow my wig. Stop. <laughs> Stop. This blonde bob. It was, oh. And I had n- no makeup on. Have you got any, is there like photographic there's, proof? There's, there is photographic proof, yeah. Okay, you can show me later. So that was like, that was, what, 15 years ago? Uh-huh. And then started doing drag in Manchester nearly eight. Eight years ago. Okay. Yeah. And did you come to Manchester with the intention of... Yeah. That was, that was the intention? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the, the full story goes, so I came to Manchester one night. This, is, this usually makes people understand why I'm so obsessed with Adele. Okay. So, I came to Manchester to watch her 25 tour. Uh-huh. Um, I came with my then housemate, Charlie, and my best friend at the time, Sam. Mm-hmm. He lived here for uni. We came for the night, stayed in the Britannia. 
High, oh high glamour. High Did glamour. Did you not catch anything? No, we had a we had a window room, though. All right. Free upgrade. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, First class. And then we went out, had a great time in the village. Charlie went home the next morning. I was like, right, I'm just going to go and stay at Sam's for the night. Stayed at Sam's for the night and never left. Never left. Never. I was like, no, I'm staying here. That's fab. I got a job within a week and just lived on Sam's living room floor for and six months. you managed to stay clear of... Yes, I did. You so. know what? And because <laughs> which I give any anyone, I give anyone their, their props for because it's hard. to Shout do. out to Sam Whitley. I know he's probably never going to hear this because we just don't talk anymore. But when I came to the village the first time mm-hmm. and I said I'm going to do drag, he was like, "You can do drag anywhere you want." It's like not in there. That's fair. He was like, "Your aim is Kiki." That's someone. Anyone who says that is yeah. Is a good person. And that's like now, if I ever bring someone to the village and they're like, "Oh, where are we going?" I'm like, "Well, we'll go here. We'll go here." But mm-hmm. I'll walk you down the village. Like, "Oh, can we go in?" I'm like, "No, we don't go in there." No. And they're like, "Why?" I'm like, "Too hard to explain." But we don't go in yeah there. and i think i think that's fair yeah, yeah. like i just no hate do what you've got to do mm-hmm. i want no part of you that's i don't fair. want i want no part of that yeah I'm but that's nice to... it's not it's a nice like rather than like because i do this with everyone yeah <laughs> rather than delve too deep, deeply into that it's just it, what i want to point out is it's just nice you've had like a clean yeah well so i literally went when i came I started working on the barroom via. Okay. And I must have been uh, a month. Like, I was really underconfident, like, really nervous. Never worked on okay. a bar before. Never had, like, a proper job before. Well, I had jobs, mm-hmm. but, like, they were never, like, as intense as working in a gay bar. Never mm-hmm. even, like, really been in gay bars before. Really? Um, and then I started working on the bar, and then I turned to the manager and I was like, I'm going to do drag. I'm going to be I'm gonna be your door whore. Okay. And he was like, well, I can't Not pay. even asking, I am he was doing like, it. He was like, I can't pay. I was like, I don't want paying. So really? I, yeah. So I got... Oh, God. So I had, my, I had I had black hair at the time. The sides were shaved. It was all slicked it back. I was, I was going to ask at this point: Are you presenting as female? No. Out, so this was out of drag. This is when before, well before I started transitioning. Okay. Well before, years before. Okay. Yeah, it was again a hideous look. I wore trousers, white <laughs> We've all shoes. All had a hideous looks. So let's just say that <laughs> a stripy cape blazer. Very uh, very high fashion at the time. Uh-huh. The cape blazers were well in. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was. Did you have you ever on that? Have you ever painted the bottom of your shoes red? I, I refuse to answer that. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those like things that the girls did uh, yeah. back in the day. Uh, oh yeah, the, these these Libertons, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're from like Cheatham Hill, literally St John's Market in Liverpool. If you know, you know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There used to be a five pound heel shop in that shop, and I got uh-huh. the biggest eight and a half inch heels, <laughs> and I was obsessed with them. Could I fuck walk in them? No. So I gave them to Whiplash and she rocked them for about three years. Did you rob them back? No. She's oh, probably still got them. Probably. She's a bit of a scruff. So, <laughs> there's some drag queens that never get rid of anything. Yeah. It comes back around. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like things like shoes. Yeah. I've moved just... so much that I've lost so much stuff. Like I think to myself, like, where, where is that? It's probably another queen's probably robbed it. Yeah. Or it's just like in a random house somewhere. Like, uh. look what we found on like in like a, one of them TikTok accounts where they found somewhere random in a loft. It's just like a wig and one shoe. Or it's cursed. They think it's cursed. <laughs> it, and they're like, it is cursed. <laughs> probably is. Probably <laughs> the things is. it's seen. <laughs> on that, great segue. Thank you very much. You've been around in the village for eight years. Yeah. You've nearly, seen a lot. Yeah. I've seen a lot. And I always, always, always see on Twitter, there's the Twitter drama that goes on. Oh, yeah. And then there's a selection of, there's a selection of you that talk about, like, previous shit that's happened. <laughs> and you're like, this is nothing on what we've had. Yeah. I want to know the juiciest oh. or, or, and or your favourite piece of little drama that's happened since you started eight years ago in the village. So, one of the, one of the big ones, one of the big ones was, um, was Glittergate. 
Okay. So there used to be. I, I might be wrong because I, I wasn't I wasn't in the cut then. I was still. I want your interpretation of it. I was still very on the outskirts of of the clique of queens in the village. Okay. I was just who was who, who were the queens at the time? The queens at the time when I come about there was there was obviously the family gorgeous. They were the queens. Did they work in the village? At yeah, the time? yeah. So they worked okay. at Cruise and there was a bar called Bandit Mugger and Thief, which mm. is which is what number one was. Oh, right, so right, right up the top. And then it went to, it did change to something else. Can't remember. So there was like the family gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Then there was, Elsa was already doing it. Athena was already doing it. Ginger was doing it. Davina, very cherry. Who was cherry pop at the time. Uh-huh. She'll kill me for saying that. <laughs> was Giselle around at the time? Because I know she's moved to Leeds yeah, now. Giselle, she's in a lot of the Yeah, so Giselle, Giselle like flipped back and to. So she was like Leeds, Manchester, Leeds, Manchester. Oh, okay. So it's kind of same um, as now. Vanity Who. Nobody knows who Vanity Who is now. No idea. Then there was the, all the Void Girls. And then Bless their um, souls. Robin Whippy was the, but yeah, the uh, the the juicy, not the it's just the funniest now. Uh-huh. So there was Glittergate, okay. and there was this queen called Gato Abra. Is she or, still around? Or Cake Moss? Does she still kick about? Um, I th- did they do glow up? I'm sure they did glow up. I'm sure okay. they did, I'm sure they did, I've been on a season of glow after. up. Yeah, so they were they were called Cake Moss, mm-hmm. or, and the the Facebook name was Gato Abra, which yep. didn't translate right because it, it they obviously wanted it to be Cake Moss, but it translated to Tree Cake. <laughs> <laughs> which is still dead funny and then there was, there was I, can't, I honestly can't remember because I have killed my brain with poppers over the years mm. it was something to do with wearing glitter and like Athena got it because Athena has, I've heard Athena say before something about spraying glue on your face and then yeah, so Ath- and then throwing glitter on it I'm not going to say what Athena's trick is now because I get sworn to secrecy and I'm I've not just ruined it have I it's not no. throwing glue on it you know, she doesn't glue her face no, no. <laughs> she sp- uses spray adhesive that you use on walls and then puts glitter yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, I wouldn't be surprised because the girls all use like carpet glue for their eyelashes. Yeah, and it's I've it, n- it's one that I've never. Got me and on. me and Elsa went through a stage of just spray painting our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to do what you've got to do if yeah. you need it to stay. But yeah, yeah there was um there was just this whole big debacle about like who can and can't use glitter on the face and you know what Athena's like. I love it. I, I I love Athena to bits. Like she's one of my best friends, but she has got a mouth on her. And she was like, she just doesn't suffer bullshit. No, she doesn't suffer fools. She doesn't no. suffer bullshit. So she was just like, no. Even then, back in the day when she was a baby queen, like she was just like not having it. I can't imagine a baby queen. She's got such a like a. She's got such a strong energy. But also, like I've never heard. I, I've spoken to her like on a one-to-one basis, or like if there's a group of like five or six people max. Yeah. But I've never, I've never heard a razor voice or like be. I don't know. Like a do- I've never seen her being domineering in a, in a yeah. conversation so much like that. She is. That, this this is what I mean. Anymore. Like I, for years, like people always were like, "Oh, Athena's such a bitch. Athena's so nasty. Athena's so like." No, you just don't know her. You just don't know her. You just don't know her. Like I've always said, Athena is a bitch. <laughs> Athena is a bitch. Jake. <laughs> Jake is one of the loveliest people. Like, mm-hmm. he would literally give you his last penny to help you out. But, like, Athena's a character. This is... We're, we're all playing a character. Yeah. We are all playing a character. Every mm-hmm. single one of us. I think when you're when you're in within Athena's circle, mm. there's, there's one time to leave her alone, and that is when she's getting to the gig. Yes. Let the girl get down the street, into the dressing room, and into her tights yep. before you speak to her. <laughs> Absolutely. Because... I, and I, you know what? I give it to her because... That period of time of leaving the house, getting to work, and getting dressed is the most stressful. It can take an hour to get down the oh, village if you stop. It's ridiculous. It's so I wish I had that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I'll always be Athena's biggest fan, yeah. and I'll, I'll always, I'll always travel because she's not, she's not what people think she is. No, she's actually no, no. one of the sweetest. She'll kill me for saying it. She's one of the sweetest people I know, really. Mm-hmm. But she's also a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she is, but I love it. Yeah. I love it. I've had some really nice interactions with her. I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up her ass for the whole episode, but I think I've seen a different side that people don't get to see because they only see her at the gig. Yeah. If you want to get to know someone, if there's anything to learn about this podcast is get them out of drag. Yeah, absolutely. Get them when they're not at work. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really lucky to live... I live in the same building as Athena and Ginger, so... Mm-hmm. If you need any work, just blow up Albion Works because you can have all of ours then. Um, <laughs> Bang on the doors. Yeah. So, like, I, I I got really close with them just before I moved with obviously working at the union and, like, the, the, again, Ginger's very similar to, to Athena. Like, you've just, you've just got to get, you've got to break Ginger down. She's so Break funny. her down, break her down, break her down, and then she'll be your friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that woman. I, her Diana jokes get me. That, oh, yeah. that was the, the, the stamp. Do you know what I love about Ginger the most? Her apartment. It is... Is the nice? gayest place. <laughs> it, it, the gayest place on earth. In what way? It's just, just everything is gay. Everything. <laughs> like, as you walk in, there's a film strip of, like, an actual film strip from The Wizard of Oz. In like, the, from the original? Yeah, from the original strip. The fuck? Um, in the bathroom, there's illustrations of tattooed daddies at urinals. Above a toilet, there's a portrait of herself. Um, She's turned into a museum. Honestly, for all the, little kids the drag come. room is phenomenal. Is it? Phenomenal. Yeah. I, I don't even think I've seen a video. I don't even know. If, no. Does she ever post in there? No. No. She's never done one. That's a privilege. Yeah. And like, I have ADHD, so I just sit and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Like, there's just, there's always something to look at. She That's has fun. bags hanging, like handbags hanging from the ceiling, like, but they're all like novelty bags. She's got, what's it called? What, the, the milkshakes from The Simpsons. The Doff. No, 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 the, the milkshakes. Oh, I don't know. She's got one of them. In a handbag. In as a handbag, handbag, yeah. She's got the Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast as a handbag. But yeah, it's a, it's a privilege to be friends with them both. Yeah. And they got me through a lot. And I, I don't tell them enough how much I appreciate them, but they know. Yeah. We, we're not a very, uh, we're not a very emotional, emotional group. Yeah. Because yeah. we're, we're all emotionally inept. Fair. We're all fucked. But you're all, like, on a such a, a jarring schedule. Yeah. So, like, sometimes I feel like you don't... It, it's un, unspoken. You don't need to do that. Yeah. You have your friends that you do that with. Like, I'm sure you do it with Roger. Yeah. So Rog you, Roger's one of the very few people that I'll just get a... How's your mental health? I'm like, <laughs> in the gutter as always. How's your health? Someone you cry with. Someone yeah. Someone you, like... Someone who just goes, yeah. you're all right, and you go, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I tried to explain this at Roger's birthday, but the uh, the emotion got hold of me, so... It did. It did too much. A rare sight. A rare, a rare sight. Well, it's not. I fucking cried on Sunday, didn't I? Did you? Yeah. I was trying to just, like, be cute and say thank you for everyone to be out. I was like, oh, turns out I'm crying again. It was a big moment, though. To be fair, I've been off my hormones for a couple of days because I forgot to put the prescription in, so I think oh. I'm just a little bit unbalanced at the minute. Yeah. But I'll be fine in a few days. Just at the minute. Just at the minute, yeah. <laughs> just at the minute, and this minute has lasted approximately 29 years oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um i wanted to go i wanted to go back a little bit so you said obviously back when you, you were a baby queen at some point when you first came here and you first started your drag journey yeah who who was it that kind of took you did anybody take you under their wing or like did you just peg it straight for the big dog straight away on your own so not many people know a few people know okay where's this going but whiplash is my drag mum. <laughs> no way <laughs> yeah so me and Whiplash used to work the Add same... Add to the list of her kids because she, uh, she's got birth and hips. Yeah, <laughs> bigger than mine. So yeah, we used to work We used to work the same shifts. Um, so I obviously did the door at V and she did the, the door next door. Mm-hmm. And then um, we'd like meet in the middle, dance all night. Um, so we'd like meet in the middle by the bin, have a little gossip, then she'd get shouted at to move away. Dead. But then we became friends and she made me my first pair of hip pads and 
took me to my first little drag night out. We mm. went to, um, oh, what was it called? There used to be a drag, well, there is still a drag queen called Charlie Angel, who yeah. she does on bar and area and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to do her own cabaret night on a Friday at Bandit Mugger and Thief. Well, I think it changed its name. I'm sure it's changed its name. We'll have to Google it, because... Yeah. She used to bring in out-of-town girls, and like that's the first time like a ever experienced like queens from like different parts of the country and that's cool and performers from there and like they did um what was it called was it called for the love of drag no she did this cabaret night anyway and me and whitwash went i again wore a dress that my sister wore to the races because all my drag back then was just hand me down from my sisters yeah well my one sister am i right in thinking you're like kind of merseyside yeah witness witness okay yeah so, All the girls around there look yeah. like they go in the races every day. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was this blue, it was like nude underneath and it had blue lace on top. These hip pads that Whiplash made me, which I struggled to get through some doors in because they were just gigantic. Oh my God, it's giving Paris Grande. Honestly, unblended. <laughs> that kind of vibe. Un- <laughs> un- unlike match to the skin. Oh God, but, um, yeah. They were huge and yeah, me and Whiplash just, we kikied for a while and... And that was your first, so that was your first, like, introduction to, like, drag. Performance drag, like, yeah. Performance drag, yeah. yeah. Like, my first, the first drag queen that I'd ever seen, perf- like, performing was Misty Chance. Okay. Um, at Thompson's. This was before I moved here. Yeah. I come up for a night to see my friend Sam. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that was, that was fun. Never that was her. drag. Didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how to take it. Yeah, like I, like I feel like when you when you when you're exposed to drag for the first time, it's like what, what do you, what, you don't really know what, what you're looking do? at. What like what? How do I enjoy this? Yeah, like with other with every other form of entertainment, you you, you enjoy it because you know how to enjoy it. Like yeah. I think you have to know how to enjoy drag. You've got to take everything with a pinch of salt. Do you not find as well that the more you know about drag, or the more like you kind of get into drag, the more you enjoy watching it. Like as long as it's as long as it's good, yeah. Like you appreciate the good um, drag more. Yeah, if I if I see a good sh- a good performance or a good show, I'm like, bitch, that was good. Yeah, but there's some there's very few and far between. Sometimes it's... not to be, not to I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn people down like no. Drag I'm, is for I'm everyone, very picky. But the stage I'm isn't. very picky, and I, I do stand by I do stand by that. Like I do believe it, and I can't, who was it that said it? Was it Raven? I didn't think who said it, but yeah. The drag is for everyone, but the stage just isn't. And if you if you if you're pretty and nice and you've got good costumes, good for you. But if you can't if you can't leave it on a stage for me and give me a good show and mm-hmm. make, if you can't make me fucking click my fingers, then I'm not I'm not I'm not enjoying it. And I think that's completely fair. Yeah, it, looking good is is a big part of drag. It's a visual mm. art. Like mm. you've got to look good. It's the part that's taking me the longest. <laughs> well, you'll get there one day. <laughs> looking looking good is is important. But, like, for me, it's all about, like, what you're doing mm-hmm. and, like, the way you're doing it. Yeah. Ain't what you do with the way that you do it. I know what you mean. <laughs> do you know what I, I mean? know what you mean. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I think because for, I was going to ask you what your... Because for me, it was the performance side that started first before the drag because I've been sing- doing musical theatre and yeah. dancing for, like, oh, my God, seven, three. 10, 3, 16 years. Okay. So then the drag has come like very late on in that journey. I was going to ask you what came first for you. Um, Had you performed before you started doing drag? No. So there was a few instances before I came to Manchester where I was actually booked to do things in my hometown. Uh And I um, just like my idol. I have very bad stage fright and I got very nervous. Mm -hmm. And every time I'd been booked to do something, I'd bolted out the door. Really? Never been paid. Never, never got paid. Obviously never took money off people, but I'd always been far too scared. Oh my God. And just left and couldn't do it. I was like, no, I used to just want to put on pretty dresses and pretty wigs and look nice. Mm -hmm. 
granted, they weren't pretty dresses, nor pretty wigs, nor did it look nice, but I did at the time. Do you know what? For the level of drag at the time, drags d- developed a stupid, oh, yeah. a stupid amount. But I'm sure you looked great at the time. Yeah, at the time it was fabulous. I had, for I had what this, was available? I had this one hard front wig that I had, a friend of mine that I went to school with, Alison, she uh, used to wear a lot of clipping ponies. Mm-hmm. And she messaged me one day. She was like, are you still doing drag? I was like, yeah. She was like, I've got all these old ponies here if you want them. So I went over, got these ponies. you still gone, babe. Send them my way. But they were bleach blonde I love babes. a clipping pony. Um, and I sewn them all into this one wig. So they, it was heavy. It was Sick. long. Yeah. Touching my ass. Inches, bitch. Love inches it. of matted synthetic ponytails. Yeah. Again, from St. John's Market in Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... Yeah, I, I don't know, like, I, it was... I don't know what it was that made me want to do drag. Well, we all know what it what it was. Like, I was watching Drag Race live, like, mm. yeah. be- before BBC, before WoW Presents, when it was on at three in the morning yeah. on E4, like, way back when. This is, like, 2009 when it was first airing. Yeah. I remember, I remember staying at my auntie's and sleeping on my cousin's floor, and like, he was asleep and I couldn't sleep, so I was scrolling through my laptop and I was like... What is this? What is what is this? And it was season one. I'm a OG bitch. Season oh my one. God. I, I think my, my mine was season nine. You know, Jesus. It was it was long because yeah. I was I was kind of like grossed out by it for yeah. a while. Drag I was used to scare me. I was obsessed with burlesque first. Like I was obsessed with Dita Von Teese for like it's the taste years. It's your taste level for me. <laughs> like my entire GC like I did textiles at GCSE. My entire GCSE textiles portfolio was about a corset that had to be easily removable. Mm-hmm with attachments that were easily removable and like i was just obsessed and i think did that ever come did you ever make that yeah i did oh. I, you know I, I think i still have it at my mum's mm-hmm. it um i tried to take it apart once and turn it into a drag costume but then i realized i was not a size 10 <laughs> oh god um, but yeah it, i think i think burlesque and drag kind of mesh mm. so perfectly together there's a big crossover yeah but it, i don't i don't even know like performance it just wasn't wasn't ever on my radar for a, a while no um i just wanted to be i just wanted to be fabulous to be there yeah mm-hmm. and i was for a while and then long came kiki queens yeah You're, you, you know what you're guiding this perfectly <laughs> Because not everyone does. Some people just chat yeah. shit and then... Well, you do chat shit, but Well, you know. yeah. Chat shit, get banged. Um, obviously, we're talking about the stage isn't for everyone. I think that this pressure for everyone to get on stage and to... Like, if you're a drag queen, you have to be able to lip sync or you have to be able to do this or that or whatever. Yeah. If someone wants to walk around a drag and look nice, leave them to it because if you force them on stage and they don't want to be there and then they actually yeah. think they... Oh, I do want to be there. They're probably not good enough. So yeah. Just leave them to it. I mean, it's not a sin to walk around looking nice doing not no, much. No, If you get what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but sometimes that's just a bit dull. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if that's the level... If you push them, they'll do it on stage instead. Like, if, if that's where you're at and that's where you want to be at, stay, stay there. there. <laughs> However, <laughs> did see one of them on stage once. Uh, mm. Quite fabulous. Yeah. Quite fabulous. I, can't, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. It was three in the morning. I've just caught you talking about. I had been drinking all night, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Yeah. She popped puss. I was living. I think there's, <laughs> without naming names, I think there's certain people that know exactly what they're good at and they stick to it. Yeah. And, and I think that's great. That is a, that it's a talent. Like, yeah. I know I'm good at standing still yeah. and being emotional. Yes. So I'll stick to that from now on because after the pain I've put myself in doing the splits on Saturday... 
I'm never dancing again. No, but I just think, I think you surprise me every time I see you on stage, which is something that you have high standards. I also have high standards. Yeah. Very, and I'm very picky. And if people ask me my opinion, I will give them it. Yeah. And it's not coming from a place of perfection no. in any sense of the word, but I just, I will say musicality is, is few and far between. Yeah. And I, you've got, you've got that and I'm impressed by that. Oh, thank you very much. So I feel like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's but, good. Like you said, like if, if, if someone knows, like I'm I'm doing drag to do this, okay, you do that. Do that. Be the best at that. Yeah. Because f- like you said, like I feel like people do get very caught up in. I need to do everything. I need to, I need to be good at this. I need to be good at this. I need to be good at this. You, you don't. Hone in on the talent. Yeah. Master one thing. Yeah. Move on. Mm-hmm. Master the next thing. Move on. I, I am a performer. Uh-huh. I am a performer. I am a terrible DJ. <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> terrible DJ. How do you be bad at being a DJ? I'm, I, I, I'm just bad. I don't, I don't know. I do not know. I'm Are you just like in bad. the toilet while the song is still spinning? And no, it's on the same like, track. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know how to make an. I can make an atmosphere, but it ain't a good one. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah so I think you're a great host as well. I, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting my hosting chops, but like, I'm, mm. I'm learning to host. Yeah, fair. I'm very much learning. Like this mm. weekend, covering Ginger on the Thursday and Sunday was a massive learning curve. Okay. And I was talking to Ginger about it yesterday, and she said that I did it once before, and I, I must have said to Scott like I was so concerned with trying to be Ginger that right. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And Ginger was like, "You'll never be me, because I am me. Yeah. You are you." And when she said that, it all kind of clicked. I was like. Oh, I'm not the type of host that Ginger is. No. And you're allowed because to be different? Ginger is a stand-up comedian through and through. I am a beautiful woman. Yeah. End of. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you are funny. Yeah. But also, being a host isn't just... If you are a host, you have to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. There are hosts that are stand-up comedians. There are hosts that perform. There's yeah. hosts that... Like, do you know what I mean? There's so many different kinds. That's I, mean. I got so concerned with, like, having to be funny. Uh-huh. That I wasn't funny. That'll ruin the, the yeah. comedy straight away. Yeah. yeah. When you when you try going in someone going, I need to do this. I need to be this. Uh-huh. It's going to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. You need to just let it be. Yeah. Just let whatever happens, happens and have a good time. And mm-hmm. people were really happy with what I did at the weekend. So good. I'll just... Because you I'll go back went into it saying I'm being myself. Now. Like, I'm happy to not host for a while. <laughs> because it's too much work. Yeah. Like, but you were happy with what you did. Yeah. Like organizing the girls, organizing the music, organizing mm-hmm. the lights, the sound, the, making sure the audience are having a she good time. She mulled the shit out of the event. Oh my god, so much stress! I'm <laughs> just going to go back to working for twelve minutes every Sunday. Yeah, like, that'll do me. Like I'll sit backstage <laughs> and not talk to anyone. Yeah, perfect, perfect but, amount of work. I know exactly what you mean though, yeah. because you've met Viola and you've met Holly before. Yeah. It's the exact same for me in the sense of like watching Viola get up on stage and do what she does, and then if I've ever done a gig with her. Yeah, I have to remember that I'm not trying to be Viola. One, yeah. I can't play the violin, so already I'm fucked. But because she do- she does, she's so good. I have in the past found it difficult to remember that I don't have to go on stage and and be her yeah. to be good. There's other ways of being good. Yeah. So I get I get what you mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we, we are surrounded by other people. Obviously, it's nice to take inspiration and like want and want to mm-hmm. aim for better and yeah. aim to be as as good as someone. Uh-huh. But we're not in competition. No. We're supposed to be a sisterhood. Yeah. We're supposed to be a family of, of performers and we're meant to uplift each other and support each other. Mm-hmm. We're not in competition with each other. And, nope. and I think within the village, there is this idea 
that everyone's in competition. We're all, we're all striving for the th same thing. We all want to have safe spaces, to have a good old party. That is what we're there for. But there's enough space. Yeah. There is enough space. And each venue and each drag queen and each bar staff team offer something completely different. Mm -hmm. So why are we competing? Because mm -hmm. the, the, the type of night you're going to get in the brewers is a different type of night you're going to get in Bar Pot, which is a different type of night you're going to get in Via, which exactly. is a different type of night you're going to get in the Rem Bar. Yeah. Like, I don't get why there's this 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 level of, well, they're doing this and they're doing that. Why aren't we doing this? Well, why aren't we doing that? They shouldn't be doing this. We did this first. But everyone's doing such completely different things yeah, for different like, reasons, different audiences. Stay in your lane. Be good at what you're doing. Mm. Stop worrying about us. And yep. we'll stop worrying about you. She's wise. Yeah. It's like, I, I, and I'm, I'm, at this, I'm at this point now with, with drugs in the village. Like, I want us to be friends. Mm. I want us to have a nice time together. Yeah. Because we're we're all going through the same shit. We're all fucking we're all suffering the repercussions of working in nightlife and doing drag. Yeah. The only people that can relate to drag queens is drag queens. So why aren't we all <sighs> just all at heads at all times? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I find I find the competition strange as well. Like yeah. more recently I've come to terms with not come to terms with I've I've got myself in a good place where I'm like, okay. I can dip in and out when I want. I'm lo I'm lucky enough that I have a good full-time job that funds me doing drag whenever I feel like. Yeah. So I don't work full-time because it was ruined for me. But I have a really, really, really horrible time after I left the village full-time where I was like, oh, if I don't do it all the time, then people are going to forget about me. Yeah. I'm not going to be as good as this person or this person's doing this and this person's doing that. As soon as you stop thinking about other people and you just like start improving on your own. Yeah. Or work on yourself on your own. Glorious. You're just in a, you're just in so much peace with yourself when, when that happens. Uh huh. And I, and I get that. Like I moved, I moved out of Manchester and I moved back home just before the pandemic. And like, mm -hmm. obviously the pandemic happened and I was living at home when the pandemic stopped. And I felt like I was just so out of it, just not thought of. Mm -hmm. And like, not people just forget you there because this is what people need to realize about drag as well. Is like, you are replaceable. Uh -huh. you, you are replaced seconds. Yeah. In seconds, there is always a new bitch waiting. There's always someone in the wing just mm -hmm. waiting to go. I love that. I love Absolutely. that. And you've got to keep doing the best you can do to stay up, stay afloat. And that's all you can, like. And that's not to say like you need to worry if you need to take time out. No, because as long not. as you are doing what you do and doing it best, if you are good enough, yeah, that place will be there for you yeah. when you get back. If you look, I've I've always found I've worked in a lot of the venues in the village. If you look after your say venue, your venue will look after you. Hmm. And I found that more so with the union. When does union come into picture? I started doing the shows there about it was before the pandemic. So you're looking like four, four years. Mm -hmm. It was filthy gorgeous first, right? Four years, like 2018, yeah. Um, so no, it was so it was the door at Via, mm -hmm. and then I did I did Kiki Queens, and then they used to have a cabaret night on a Monday at Kiki. Um, okay. Hosted by Black Ivory. I've heard of them. Did they used to do like? I think I might have seen old videos of uh, Davina. Yeah. Was that was that at the similar yeah, time? Yeah. So obviously Davina was the queen of Kiki. Yeah. Because she owned, well Paul owned it. Yeah. So she had Sundays. So it was on Sundays. It was Davina, Ginger, and Cherry. Okay. And then on Mondays it was Ivory, Elsa, Athena, mm -hmm. and there was like a few others that had been like in and out. Okay. Um, and then me, and then and then I got filthy on the back of that. And honestly, like f I, without filthy, I'd, I'd be nothing. I'd be Think. absolutely nothing. Yeah, reckon. I'd I'd have I'd have floundered years ago because mm. I struggle with pressure. I know I know Elsa was there. Elsa was there in the beginning. Yeah. So the OG queens was Elsa, Elsa, Giselle, Alice, a queen called Hera, mm. 
and then there was these two queens, very you and Holly. So they were a couple okay. that used to work at Bar Pop. Not another couple in drag. How dare they? Did he did do, <laughs> do Filthy First and then go to Bar Pop? Surely I, not the other I, way around. That I sounds think, I'm sure. I'm sure they did Filthy First and then went to Bar Pop or, or the Bar Pop and Filthy. Did the reverse Either table. way, they did both. But they were a couple, but they used to look so similar. This isn't like you and Holly. We're just at a drag couple. But they, they were just called the twins. Oh my god, I love that's that's kind of calm. Fluella and White Lightning, I think, were the names. I can't I can't fucking remember. It's that's been so calm. long. You're gonna have to find pictures of all these yeah. people because it, it feels like <laughs> it feels like it's made up. Yeah, and so then they were they were the the OGs, uh-huh. the number day ones. Yeah, and it started in started in September, and I did my first one in November. Mm-hmm. And I was the first guest I'd say queen. You're, you're probably an OG then. Yeah, I was. So they had guest queens, but I was the first guest queen to be asked back, and I was the first guest queen to be given a, a spot. permanent spot. Uh-huh. And um, just kind of went from there, really. And mm-hmm. it just turned into the cult phenomenon it is now. Absolutely, like, and it, it really is as well. Yeah, like it's it's very rare that a, a club night would survive a change of owner. A change of name. Yeah. Like, that club night has survived the death of a bar and the Honestly, rebirth of another one. sheer chocolate, filthy gorgeous. They'll all be there at the end of the apocalypse. Uh-huh. Like, it's just not going anywhere. Absolutely. They'll probably start the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll do a night about it. Absolutely. <laughs> but filthy is the perfect example of finding something that was missing. Okay. Creating something that was missing. Honing in on that. And a lot of hard work. Like... Yeah. The amount of blood, sweat, Tears, vomit, falls, piss, shit, broken legs, broken <laughs> knees, broken backs, missing her, missing skin. F- like, have you had any fights? Any of the queens <laughs> ever had a fight? This is before I worked here. Before I worked there, um, it was the. So fir- it's, not, it's not your fight. No, it is my fight. Oh God! It was the first <laughs> night I ever went there. This is what this is what you're here for. <laughs> it was the first night I ever went to Filthy, and I was leaving. I was walking up the stairs to leave, and some. Puff. <laughs> put his hand. That took so long to come out. <laughs> put his hand in my flatmate's face, and my flatmate was a girl at the time. Okay. And I, I don't do that. We don't do that. No. So I went feral and smack he, him. Smacked him. He was smacking me. And we were swinging each other around the street. And we were proper going for it. So up, we went up the stairs. So you yeah, up the stairs and out onto the oh street. Oh my god. Ended up with a black eye. <laughs> So high fashion. And then she did a smoky eye on the other side of my Yeah. <laughs> Lovely orange and purple. Beautiful. But then I then I started working there. Lord. So they hired you after that? Yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. They were like, that's who we want. Yeah. Elsa's kicked someone in the throat before. Oh my god. <laughs> Elsa scares me. Elsa scares me. She I feel like she's got like a She's got a she's got a fiery a, She'd side. beat a bitch up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We were dancing on the bar in Kiki once and she had, she had like braiding fibre braids like all wrapped around her head and they were like touching the floor. Did somebody pull it? And someone pulled it. But she's on the bar and the bar's like, what, two foot deep? So it's yeah. like, it, she was in pleasers. So it was already, already Risky very business. precarious being up there. And I he, remember the girls like and he trotting about on that. Pulled this braid and her instant reaction was just to kick and she just booted him in the throat. Good. Good. <laughs> As he deserved. In what situation is that like yeah. a valid thing to do? Speed not hitting me. I did have I did hold a girl against her throat against a wall. Because I had a really short skirt on a no tights and she slapped my ass really hard. What the fuck? So I just spun and grabbed her and Good. held her against the wall. I was like, if I did that to you, it'd be sexual assault. Yeah. Just because at the time I'm a man in drag does not give you consent to slap Don't me. Don't like fucking that. touch me. 
don't fucking touch me. Yeah. And then I just walked in, carried on oh my, my night God. while she cried outside. That's so weird. And that's still around now. Yeah. Like, that stuff. Stop like, fucking touching drag queens. Literally. Stop it. Stop touching other people. Yeah. Just, just stop. In general. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Just don't come out the house. Just, yeah, stay at home. <laughs> Touch yourself if you want to, but not me. Literally. Like, Literally. Especially, especially drags like, we, di- we didn't just roll out of bed and grab the first thing we saw. Like, no, we've you know been I mean? thinking about this and planning it and like spent hours doing it. Yeah. My my big one when I used to wear wigs, obviously I don't I don't wear them now. Hmm. Like is when people used to hug you. They put the arms. And they around, put the arm around. And they're like, oh, your back. Fucking yeah. whiplash. Yeah. Pulling your neck all the way back. It was annoying. Ridiculous. Well, speaking of, me and um, Angel were walking from here to the village once. It was only like maybe like a couple of months ago when we were going out on a night out, and um, some a group of lads walked past us and like tugged on Angel's wig. And I like, went to pull it off. Luckily, this girl glues her wig within an inch of its life, so it, yeah. it's not coming off her head. She's been taught well, but that—it was so scary. And like, I was like, "Are you okay?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." But like, that's never happened to me before, and that's so weird. And I think until something—you know—it's not a nice thing. Or you, know, you, but until it happens, you're like, "Oh my god, we're, we're actually not indestructible." Yeah, we're not. <clears throat> we're all just scared little kids in in in, in wigs. wigs and dresses. Literally. That's literally, drag queens are just scared little kids. Uh huh. Until act, something happens, Billy Big Bollocks. Yeah, it is a character. <laughs> yeah, it is. We're all we're all just the same scared little. We're all just the same scared little boy. No matter how how we identify now, we're all the same scared little boy. I just, can scream in a scouse accent at someone all day, but if they yeah. come close to me and it no, actually no. becomes something, yeah. it's over. Yeah, it's over. I was saying this to someone the other day. Like, if I've had a drink and I, and someone riles me, this this accent that I've never had. <laughs> In my life, but I, for some, I am the minute I'm angry and had a drink, I'm from Bool. Yeah, you cannot tell me I'm not from Bool. Like, Who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah, because it's scary. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, f- <laughs> like a banshee. Yeah, but it, it, the Scouse accent is terrifying when it's when it's riled in anger. Mm. It ha- make it gets results though, mm. and that's what I like about it. Holly didn't know that I did that, and then someone we were in Withington, uh, walking around. We we looked really gay, to be fair. I was in a little crop top, and we we're holding hands. Saying them la- and some yeah, some lads drove past in a car. There's like five of them, five like fully grown men in this car, shouting faggot at us. And are oh, you turning me on now? I, <laughs> I know <laughs> faggot. Oh. Um, and as they were driving off, they stopped at the traffic lights, and I was like, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" I was screaming at this car, and Sam's like, "There's five of them in that car, cops yeah. like." Maybe don't do that. <laughs> but I just get on this. I get yeah. so... I think I go into fight or flight. If I'm in yeah. drag, it's usually flight. But I just... I was, I'm was. i yeah. like a six foot nothing, tiny little twig. Why do I think I can yeah. take on five fully grown men? That's what I mean. Like, there's, there's times... There's, there's time time and a place. If if it's the village, I'll give as good as I You've get. You've got 20 other people that are back yeah. up there. That's why. If I'm just out and about and someone says something, paint a mind. See you later. Forget about it. Like, I am not becoming a statistic. Like, it's that's not true. happening. That's true. But like, if if I'm with a friend or with a group of friends and we're out and about, and mm. something's happened, yeah, all for it. Because again, I've got my back up. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it on my own. Yeah. Like I, I'd be too terrified. And like, and I think as as a trans person, we um, we hide ourselves away from view as much as we can. Well, I I do. Well, I, I try not to, but I do. Um. So like, if there's a situation arising, I try and like just vanish because I, I, I just don't want to be. Which is so different from. You in drag and performing, yeah. like yeah. that's insane. And, and I, I can't even, com- I can't compare my life to yours in the slightest yeah. because we're completely different people, completely different experiences. 
But when I don't have the drag, which doesn't line up with what I just said about shouting at those men in the car. Yeah. But I'm so much more confident in drag yeah. than out. Like I hate going out out of drag. Is that the experience that you have? Is it? Is it kind of like yeah. a, a shield? So yeah, it, it's protection. Yeah. It is. It is. It's like when you're in drag, you can get away with anything, mm-hmm. like with murder. Mm-hmm. But out of drag, I, I try and, and this is this is what I was kind of saying, trying to say on Sunday mm-hmm. at the show. I was like, I I had I used to have so much shame around being trans that like I would try and hide the fact that I was that you were for so long. Yeah, I was like. It, it's fucking like it's quite obvious like i'm six foot like now 16 stone because i've lost some weight <laughs> um, but like I'm, I'm a big i'm a big woman i, I it's just a me it's literally just a me thing because like yeah. i i taught any any of my friends like you just you don't come across in any way masculine like it's so strange but to me i am the most masculine woman on earth does that have something to do with what you and the idea of what it means to be a woman, though, in your head. Yeah. Because, to me, you're as much woman as anyone else. Yeah. But then it's not for me to say, so. I, th- I think, it, I don't know, it's so it's so strange. Like, I um, I love being trans. I really do. Good. Now. And this is this is a very new thing. Because, like, I was talking to, um, I was talking to Juno in, in Cruise the other week. And I said this to her, I was like, I'm, I just don't want to be trans. She was like, but you are. She was like, you're never going to be just a woman. You will always be a trans woman. Mm. And the minute you find pride in that, you'll set yourself free. So I was like, oh, okay. And then after Sunday with, with working with all, like five other trans performers, I was like, and seeing how much people loved us in that room, it was it was so just like freeing mm. that it actually made me realise that there's, there's, I shouldn't be as ashamed as, it, as I am because I've got nothing to be ashamed of. Being in this current as they say on the TV, being in this current climate. It's like, hot. It's humid. Yeah, it's hot, it's humid, and everyone hates trannies, apparently. I, I try not to take in any kind of news or media like that. No, if I see, if, if I go on Twitter and within the first five tweets I see two transphobic things, I'm like, right, that's enough Twitter for Going today. threads. Yeah, like, I'm just done with it because, like, I can't take it in for my own protection and my own sanity. No, that's fair. And, and, that, and that's a very privileged position to be in because some people... Can't switch it off. They can't switch it off. They... they they just can't and it's like i'm i'm i come from such a privileged and lucky background that i have a very supportive family mm-hmm. a very supportive friends like mm-hmm. i've had nobody turn their back on me since coming out as trans so it's like that that is like the most privileged position to be in mm-hmm. whereas like some people lose everything yeah so i i'm lucky to keep to have kept everything that i've got and had but there's a lot of people that are in a lot of danger just for being something they can't control yeah so it's it's quite sad and it's sad but i think it's important that and this is one of the reasons why i want, I want to have you on as well mm. is because it's it's important for people like who 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 understand the privilege that they have yeah whilst also you you recognize your own struggle and in your own yeah. journey that you've been on people need to hear shit yeah. like this you're in a place where you can talk about it comfortably and can talk about where you've yeah. come from and where you, you you are now. And I think that's important for people to see successful yeah. trans it, people. It's strange because, like, when Angel first started at the union, she she was very shy mm. and very timid and very scared. But she used to come to me. She was like, can I have a word with you after shift? I was like, yeah. And she'd be so, like, so upset and so sad about... Oh, it's hard to talk about without getting emotional. That's okay. Um, she'd be so upset and so sad about 
people misgendering her and calling her mate and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I would give her all this advice, not being able to take it on myself. And I can give it to other people, mm-hmm. but I can't. Sometimes you just can't take it in. Yeah. So like having Angel to help. You're gonna make me cry. Helped me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Okay. So yeah, it was like <clears throat> I've never said that to her. Mm. Because I'm I'm an evil mum. I'm like I'm I'm a bitch to him because they deserve it. It builds character. I've just sometimes it's hard to take your own advice. Mm-hmm. And if you can, we're talking about your drag daughters now. Yeah. If you can't take it yourself, yeah. What you're doing and passing it on is the next best thing. Yeah. Because then that the next person yeah. will be able to kind of pick up where you left off. Yeah. Like the only advice that I could ever give her was like you just need to get a thicker skin. Like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. People are going to clock you. Mm-hmm. People will always clock you, no matter how no matter how small and fishy and feminine and, mm-hmm. like, beautiful with painted makeup and beautiful wigs and beautiful hair and all of that. There's always going to be one person in the room that goes, oh, my God, that's yeah. a man. Like, there's always going to be that one person yeah. for, until the day you die. And you just need to get over the fact that people are trans. And yeah. it, it, go, it goes back to my own shame of being trans that the minute you are so unapologet- unapologetically trans that you will just be free and be like, well, yeah, I am trans. Uh-huh. And there's there's nothing to be ashamed of in that. Yeah. And I think that's where, I think that's where like being so upset with people clocking you is that you feel like you should be ashamed of that. Yeah. And you shouldn't, like, well, not you because... You should be ashamed just for being you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but <laughs> that's a really interesting point. Yeah, is the and that, that's stigma just stigma that, around being clocked. I've not. That's just all made sense in I my head about. in this moment. Yeah, uh-huh. and I think and like I do. I think now it makes so makes so much sense that the the shit the the being clocked is because you are ashamed of being trans. And mm. if you go, well, yeah, yeah, I'm trans. I'm what? It has no weight. Yeah. It has absolutely no strength no. whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, unless you give it to it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us changing the world. I know, honestly. You nearly made me cry. How fucking dare you? <laughs> How fucking dare you? I've cried at very little things. One of them being Amazing Spider-Man 2, when Emma Stone dies. And Spoiler alert. Uh, there's another film that I've forgotten anyway. But yeah, how fucking dare you? Oh my God, um, Ginger showed me a film the other week. What was it? And... When I tell you I sobbed, it's called Queen and Slim. Okay. Right. Not seeing it. Is it going to make me cry? Oh, bitch. So I'll tell you a a quick quick synopsis. So it's... um, Don't ruin it, though. So it's a black man and a black woman, and they go on a first date. Okay. And on this first date, they get pulled over by a a white policeman. And they accidentally, in self-defense, kill the policeman. And then they go on the run. And that is all I'll tell you. Okay. Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. Okay, I'm watching it. Is it recent? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's... In the past, like, three years, I think. Anyone that'll know, innit? Um, I don't know the actor's name, but the guy that's in Get Out. Okay. He's is the... it a Jordan Peele film? I, I don't think so. I'm oh, not I sure. I love Jordan Peele. Okay. Um, but watch. it's an incredible film, and it's got a, a quite profound message to it. Mm. Like it, it was, uh, Have you seen Antebellum? No. You'd fucking love it. It's Janelle Monet plays oh. the main character. Sold. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. I, I can't even tell you anything about it, because it would yeah. ruin it. And it's, a, it's one of those films where you go to the end, and you go, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. I'll send you it and what, you send me what, yours. Watch, watch Queen and Slim like yeah. Uh-huh. I was went by and I was still like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back a bit. Go on. Let me go back. I want to talk about your daughters. Okay, do. So you've you've decided that you want to take people under your wing yeah. and take on some drag daughters. 
Why now? Because I think it comes down to this weird competition that we all that everyone has with each other. And like I'm at this point now with with drag where I'm falling out of love with it and falling away from it because okay. I've done it, and I feel like I've done drag to the point where I can no longer progress within myself. And that's not okay. that's not anything to do with like I don't think I can be better than the rest or I can be as good as. I just think you're a phenomenal performer. I think I've done what I set out to do now. Okay. Um. So I think I'm coming to I'm coming to a close with it. So if I can take people on and and help them become the queen and the performer they want to be, then I'd I'd do that in a heartbeat. And that's why mm-hmm. I took on now three. Yeah. So Angel Summer. Yeah. So Summer and... was the Summer was the first. And then Angel, and now Lara. He's taking on Lara. Yeah, oh, I, I, I got her a first ever booking. I didn't know. I didn't know that she did. Um, she did a, a student film and sent me a link, mm-hmm. not a link, a, a clip. And she was like being proper dead cute about me and being dead nice. And I was just, again just sat crying, mm-hmm. watching that. And um, I hosted her on Thursday. I was like, "Did I really put you on your first stage?" She was like, "Yeah." She was like, "You you started me in drag." Oh. And then so I was like, "Was that maybe your drag mom?" She was like, "Yeah, it does." Oh, that's fine. So, She's mal. So that one wasn't by choice. That's yeah, okay. it was forced upon me. But <laughs> yeah. it's just not a bad one. No. I've not no, I've, no, no, I've, no. I've not had much obviously I spend a lot of time with Summer and Angel because we work mm. in the same venue. I've not spent a lot of time with like with Lara and like helping her to do bits because she 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 does great on her own. Yeah. But um I'm a I'm a very but you got her first gig. Well yeah. I'm the kind of mum that I will help you when you ask. Right, okay. I'm not gonna be going some I? sometimes I'm like, Have you thought about doing this? Maybe why don't you try that? But like if they need me, they know where to find me. Okay. And they know what I'll help with and what I'll like what Annie McPhee. Yeah. Like when you when what what is it? When you when, when you, you need me but don't want me yeah. I'll stay. Yeah, something like that. When they need me, I'll, I'll be there mm-hmm. and I'll help them. I'm and not that's... I'm not I'm not a very hands on mum because that's not how I was brought up, so I don't, I don't know how to be... Don't helicopter know how to, parent. Yeah, don't know how to be that. I feel like that doesn't... It, it, it doesn't do anything for you being handed stuff anyway. Yeah. So that's one of the big things. You've got I, to I, struggle. You've got to struggle. You've got to make mistakes and you've got to put on a shit show. You've got to do a shit performance yeah. at least once. You have to go on that stage, not know your Bomb. words, wig fall off, shoe snap, tit fall out, uh-huh. costume rip. I've had it. Not learn your words. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no, you might think I have got these words down but you've got to mess them up you've got to get them all wrong every single word not a single word comes out of your mouth right mm. you come off that stage looking like you've just been hit by 12 buses yeah. like you have gone through trauma mm-hmm. to get through that four minute number and that's when you start to grow yeah that is when you'll start to learn <laughs> it's so true like i'm just laughing at i'm just thinking about some of the fish some of the shit that i've done in the past I, one of Elsa's favorite stories about me uh-huh. I, it was a Kiki show on a Monday, and I used to I used to have these big silicone bra inserts, and I was doing Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. Someone got on the stage. I didn't know the words. My wig fell off. My tit fell out. My shoe fell off. Oh my god! It, was the shoe painted red underneath? No, it wasn't. Oh, wow. I, it was it was trauma. Oh it was god. trauma. It was genuine trauma. <laughs> like it was a bad time. Real bad time. But look where you are now. Exactly. You nobody now can stand, stand still. still. <laughs> Quite like me. There's only one queen on this earth that can outballad me, and it's Nea Thorne. Well, she can try and outballad me. Fair. But I'll just try and give it a good go, but she's just not quite there. Oh, bless, bless her. her. Bless her heart. I could not possibly comment on that. No. Because I'm still waiting for my Roger Percent's booking. Well, my, pro- my proper one, anyway. You can have one of mine. I don't want to do them anymore. <sighs> yeah, I'll just rob everyone's. Yeah. I'll break people's legs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they Some didn't people know. Is that, it. 
What? Some people deserve it. Well, true. I think Octavia's done enough. Uh, I'll break her legs. Yeah. Octavia <laughs> just baffles me. Like, I've never... I, I don't know anyone that can... How does she move I like that? I won't spend any more time on my podcast talking about Octavia. How does she move like that? It's so strange. It's surreal. That is that is talent. <laughs> it's youth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I lost did, mine I, a while ago. <laughs> she, she danced around that stage on Saturday, come off covered in blood. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Not, not a bit bothered. I did a split. <laughs> Three days later, I am bruised, bitch. Oh, my God. From knee all the way around to the back of my head, purple. Oh my I'm God. slowly turning into Barney. You just honestly. have to do a few more splits. No. And like, you know. Uh, never again. Blend those bruises. Pa- I'm a park and bat girl through and through now. No more <laughs> I've moving. never heard this, this phrase before. Until it was Angeria. Ah, uh, okay. So she tweeted, she, was, she, she talked about, she tweeted about being a park and bat. I was like, oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. Stand still and belt. Just, yeah. Like just it. do it. The power of standing still. It is, it's powerful. It's sexy. If you come out on a spotlight with loads of smoke, to the beginning of a song. The perfect song for it is Sexy No 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 by Girls Aloud. Yeah. Perfect, just standing still, stirring straight down the barrel at the audience. That's a fast song as well. Yeah, it picks Would up. Would you just still stand? Or do you, you stand for the beginning? Stand for the beginning. I love nothing more than a song that starts slow. Oh, and yeah, bitch. In. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, oh. I've got too many. Too many. Do you know what? One of <laughs> is my... it a fast or a slow number? It's both. It's both. So figure out where you want to put me. Yeah. Because you can put so, me at the beginning and I'll kill it. It fucks everyone up. You can put me in the beginning, in the middle, and I'll kill it. Put me at the end and I'll kill it. Yeah. Like I, I do. I've got there's Queen of the Night. Queen of the Night starts slow, and My Respect by Aretha Franklin starts slow. Mm. I've got a Cascada one that starts slow. Is it every time we touch? Yeah, the candlelight, candlelight version. That is my. F- I'm gonna. You're gonna have to play me that. I won't steal it because I, 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 I don't away. think I'll be able. This to is this is one it. thing. This is one thing I do want to. I just want to say it on that note. People need to get over this idea that you own a number. Yeah. No, I meant like what, what I meant by is not steal the song. What I meant by is steal the track. Yeah, but like there's this there's this weird thing where people are like, well, I do that number. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that number. Like on the at the union show the other week, a queen stood on stage and did a number that I've been doing for five years, and I was like, okay, yes. But can can I just point out that the reason you have that attitude is because you know that there's not many people that could beat you. Well, yeah, uh, not beat beats the wrong word that could do your numbers better than you. This queen did. Oh really? Yeah, because there's a whole spoken word, but in it that I cut out that no one knows about, uh, and she okay. did it. I was like, okay, bitch. But yeah, do you think she did better than you? Yeah, I'm really, going to be proof of that. <laughs> um, there's no such thing as an original idea anymore. It's all just recycled ideas. If you're going to take inspiration from something, say you've taken inspiration from something, just give credit. Just give credit. Fair. Where credit's due. Mm. You, but you, we don't need to be doing this. You, you can't do that number. I do that number. There's mm-hmm. only so many songs that we're going to do. Yeah. Like, but if anyone is thinking about doing Adele, don't. That Watch includes Roger. <laughs> that includes Roger. She messaged, we're, we're, we're going up to Edinburgh at the end of the month uh-huh. to do tracks. It's me, her, and, and Naya. Did you tell her not and to And Roger was Adele. like, please, can I have Adele? I don't know what else to of do. Of course you fucking like, can't. Shut <laughs> up. So I replied, it's all right. I have many tracks that I can use. <laughs> she has a very, a very select few. So oh. I'll, I'll let her have it. She's got some Demi in there. Should I? I might, I might just go and do a Demi show. Do it. Yeah. Do it. All the rock versions she's been wanting to do. Oh. Just come up with like, spend time and see if you can, uh, from what she's told me, when she's making stuff for you, you just sit and watch. But try and make yeah. something. <laughs> and then just surprise her with yeah. a Demi rock number. I'll, I'll, um, I'll absolutely not do that because I'm lazy. <laughs>
<laughs> but we can we can pretend that I'm gonna. She was dragging you through the mud yesterday. She's a bitch. That's why. You know what? On the, the complete opposite fucking thing as Athena, Roger's a hateful bitch. <laughs> Roger is a nasty bitch. People don't know this, but I feel like Athena and Roger are completely different. Yeah. Athena looks. I have said this to Angel before about people. Looks like could kill, but is peanut butter, and is peanut butter, but could kill. And if you go near some assault, either way, if you're peanut butter, you're gonna kill her. <laughs> because <laughs> that she bitch is allergic to everything allergic to, nuts. <laughs> allergic to everything I'm fairly sure I said you should be in a plastic she's allergic to the floor that's why she spends so much time in the air yeah I said to her I said you should be in a plastic bubble she was oh. like I'm allergic to plastic tell me you've seen the dance mums number where Jojo Siwa is inside the plastic bubble yes and then that yeah you need to do that number I but, might do but, with but, like, but I'm going to roll out into the audience and just crush <laughs> and <make> everyone <laughs> just make them crowd crowd go sobbing through the new union <laughs> Please. That's an original idea. Yeah. We found one. Yeah, we'll probably kill a few people, but it's fine. Oh, just some people you don't like. Just aim for, like, horrible. Yeah. All the queens sit at the front anyway, so just, like... Pow. Oh, yeah. Get rid of a few. Vile. Not vile, but vile. But vile. But, yeah. <laughs> well, to be honest, I think we're coming to the end of the episode oh, anyway. Did you have... <laughs> have you had enough? <laughs> no, sorry. Was that... It was just a natural reaction. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming to the end of the show. Good. <laughs> Thank God. Do you have any final words? I always ask people what they, if they have um, anything left to say. No, because I'm stupid. Fair. <laughs> Fair. People don't know that about me. I'm a stupid bitch. Do you have any stupid things to say? I, to tie it up? Um, no. No. You put me on the spot now. No, that's fair. To be fair, yeah. we've, I think we've covered a lot. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> it's been, it's like, been a moment. It's been like therapy, honestly. You're not the first person to say yeah. this. I, I, was, I was very concerned. I was thinking today. I was like, I knew we were going to talk about the kids. Mm. And I was like... Am I going to get into my issues with my parents? Well, it's it, that's I, just for the listeners' benefit. I precursed the conversation. This is completely just for you yeah. to talk about whatever you want. So it was nothing to be worried about because yeah. if you want to, you can. If you don't, you oh, know. I have I have high function anxiety. Everything's something to be worried about. Fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> You're not on your own there. Oh, you've got to wake up in the morning. Worry, but um, no, it's been this has been gorge. I've had a lovely time. Thank you for being so honest and open oh, as well. Yeah. Thanks for making me cry. Well, you made yourself cry. Yeah, it's the hormones. I can't have people thinking that I've made you cry. Yeah, she's, uh... she's been sat here with a hot poker stabbing me throughout this entire interview. <laughs> and I'm going home to cry some more. Um, I think Ginger watched the Watch the Whale tonight. Oh. The Whale? The Whale, yeah. Another crying another, film. Another crying film. It's about a fat man. Oh, I thought yeah. it was a, some like sad sea life film involving yeah, no. microplastics. No, might be. Could be. Could be. We'll find out. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for joining me, and um, I'll see you very soon. I'll see you very soon. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 Gorge. Thanks. How was that? That was fab. <laughs>